to NFT 365, the first daily podcast on NFTs with your host, Fanzo, talking crypto, blockchain, Web3, non-fungible tokens, metaverse, and what the f*** is a non-fungible token? We'll get to that. It's time for today's episode of NFT 365, the only daily NFT podcast minting an NFT every day for 365 days. Powered by the ADHD coin at rally.io, here's your host and digital futurist, the ADHD superpowered Brian Fenzo. What's up, friends? Welcome back to another episode. And it's not just another episode. I need, I need to come up with a, a better What's Up, Friends intro for these last 30 days because these last 30 days uh, are definitely not a uh, just a random 30 days. But we are, we're actually recording this live here on the Twitter spaces, uh, not dead on the Twitter spaces. I don't know why that joke still bothers me or I say that, but, uh, you know, don't don't fault me for dad jokes. Those are just you know in my in my DNA. Uh, but we are recording it on Twitter Spaces, and we're gonna be recording every episode from here till November 11th um, on Twitter Spaces. But I also want to say you know a big shout out. You know when I look at the numbers of downloads of the podcast, um, you know the numbers are a little bit all over the place. And uh, uh, I was mentioning kind of pre-show that it's very much aligned with like the Ethereum uh, price, right? Uh, when pre- when Ethereum was at its height. Uh, the podcast was at its height from uh, uh, download numbers, but I, I did notice when I when I logged in this morning and I was looking at through a couple of things, you know, being very nostalgic as we are kind of wrapping things here. Um, I did notice a whole lot of people are are listening to the very first uh, ten episodes, and so what I'm probably like what I'm guessing is for those that that you know uh, right now this is October thirteenth, so those that were just start getting started on the first ten right now. You're probably listening to this episode in the middle of 2023, and I just want to say thank you. Thank you, 2023. Hopefully, 2023, um, Ethereum is doing well. You know, rug pulls don't exist. Uh, MetaMask is unhackable. Uh, the SEC figured out that, uh, you know, regulations based on the 1980s financial system is not going to work, and, you know, Yuga Labs kind of pushed us all forward through there. Uh, OpenSea figured out how to not just troll on Twitter, but actually be active part of the community. Uh, Magic Eden you know, remembered their brand on where they're at. Um, hopefully Discord figured out how to, well, not be Discord for the most part. Um, and hopefully all of you are doing well in the future there. And I just say that because like, I mean, I went and looked, I mean, in the last, just in the last 24 hours, we've had over 150 plays of episode one, which was literally 11 months ago to the, you know, to the, to the T and uh, there is something beautiful about creating evergreen content. And, you know, I will say that might be one of the hardest components that we took on here with the podcast was that, you know, early on the, the, the notion, I remember, I remember early on people messaging me and saying, Brian, like, where are you going to be able to get your news every day for the podcast? And I, it didn't even dawn on me that people would have assumed that if we were doing a daily podcast, that it would be, you know, majority of it would be uh, news driven. And, you know, it's something that, you know, the news, of course, definitely, you know, influences the the podcast. And it actually made it to the point where I can't really pre-record uh, the podcast uh, days in advance just because the market changes, the sediment changes. Uh, and that kind of forced a lot of different things here um, in this space. But I will say, you know, 
the reason that for me, part of this was like, you know, Hey, I really want to create, you know, educational, inspirational, motivational content. And I get, I get tweets pretty often where people will say, Brian, you know, I'm just on episode eight. And just so you know, like number eight, you know, episode eight still feels really, you know, relative right now and, and still valuable. And, you know, and that, that definitely is a goal. It was strategic. It was on purpose. I, um, you know, for me that, that means a lot, right. I think that's, that's part of this uh, whole journey. And, and, you know, I, I can't help it, but think, you know, as we're counting down till the end of season one, you know, the, the thing I wanted to talk about for this episode, and I, I just wanted to get a little bit real in the sense of, uh, I wanted to talk about the word pressure and what pressure means. And like, and, and I, and I'm saying that because, um, and you, you're gonna have to bear with me a little bit on this episode, but you know, the, the pressure to deliver the pressure to show up the pressure to really just be um, at your very best is something that we don't really talk about a lot here in this space. We talk a lot in NFTs and Web3 about mental health, and we talk about going and touching some grass. And of course, we GM and we GN. Um, we, we falsely believed at one point there was this whole idea of wag me. Um, but then we realized there's a lot of people that we don't want to make it. Let's be very truthful on that. There are a lot of scam artists and bad people doing bad things and people that you know, want to, you know, kind of manifest as one thing, but yet, you know, their true colors come out at, at another point. And we don't want that wag me from them, right? But I wanted to talk about the kind of the word pressure. And the word pressure to me, uh, and I know Coach P, I, I, see, I, co- I see coaches in the house. Um, and, you know, one of the things I think with pressure is like, I've always looked at, you know, my ADHD, right? My, my ADHD neurodiverse brain is that I know that I am driven and I often succeed. Like I, one of my things that I've learned since 41 years of my life is I'm really good at procrastinating. One might call me a master procrastinator and, and don't get those two words backwards. We're going to run into problems and this episode is going to have to be listed as explicit, but I am without question a, a master procrastinator. And, and part of that is because, you know, my brain operates with dopamine more so than anything else. My brain has a dopamine deficiency. And, uh, and those of us that have ADHD, we all have different, there's so many different shades of ADHD. And, you know, I always like to qualify and remind people that, you know, I, I don't like when someone says, I think we all have a little bit of ADHD. And, and part of that, the reason I, I don't want people to say that is because it oftentimes will make those that have been diagnosed or those that have it feel less. Because if everyone has it, then why do I you know, feel so alone or so different? And so I think we always just have to be very careful with those words. And, but the thing about it from being a you know, dopamine uh, deficiency is that a lot of things that I've had to learn to like reprogram my day, my life is about, you know, okay, if I know that I'm, I'm driven through the dopamine high, right? The idea that I only have eight hours left to do this, right? Like, I mean, <laughs> I joke that I just need my friends to say they're going to come over and hang out at my house because then my house be really clean 24 seven, but I do not like cleaning. I will avoid my kitchen. I will walk around my kitchen so that I don't see the dishes in the sink. So I do not have to do them. And I'm not afraid or ashamed to say that, but I will also say that, you know, if I know someone's coming over that, you know, you have that rush. And, and I think the, the beauty of that is that I can use that to my advantage. But the downside of that is the, the pressure that we feel oftentimes uh, from the outside, like the outside forces in our lives is often something we kind of like don't calculate in this whole kind of game. And I will tell you, one of the things I feel the greatest pressure for right now, and, and, and funny enough, I was thinking about this on the way home from the airport this morning, was 
it's not really the pressure to deliver. I, I feel like, you know what, I we've been we've been showing up here every single day with this podcast. I don't I, I feel if all of a sudden I, I missed a day in the last 30, which will not happen, but if I did, um I, I don't feel pressure from that. I it's you know, it's an interesting component of this whole piece. But what I do feel pressure for and where the pressure lies with me is this idea that I I want to make sure that all of this that we've been doing with the podcast, with buying an NFT every day was not for nothing. And I, and I mean, what I mean by that is, is that I put a lot of pressure on myself, on our team, because I believe in every single person and every single thing that we've done. And, and we've taken, you know, a lot of work to put into to the, the show and, you know, getting guests and content and we have a website and we have blog posts and we're buying NFTs. And, and, and for me, the, the pressure that, that lives there also is the pressure that is on the outside, right? The, I was at an event this week, uh, you know, the crypto business conference. And I mean, every single person's conversation that came up to me was about the podcast and about buying an NFT every day. And I'm, I'm very honored and I'm very, I, I, I'm humbled by that, but I will also just be very open and, and admit that, that, that just layers a pressure for me that says, you know, season two needs to be bigger and better. And whatever I do next, whatever we, we build upon this, for me, it's about, you know, it's about building, you know, the chapter two. It's not about starting open a new book. It's not about, you know, redefining things. And I think the thing that, that kind of layers on top of that in this web three space is there are so many variables outside of our control that also add pressure to how we operate, how we think. And, I noticed that a lot in 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 our our circles, both inner circles and you know outside of the Web three circles, that we are often find pressure to convince people that NFTs are real and that we're not playing with funny money and and we all aren't just um, a bunch of losers, right? Like there there's a there's a pressure for us to defend the things that we have found and that that have opened our mind. You know, the idea that there are so many people that I would have never known, I would have never met if it wasn't for this amazing Web3 NFT space. And I freaking love it. I, I feel honored. I feel special. I feel like, you know, that there is not only do I believe in where we're going, but I believe in, you know, so many of the aspects that are unlocked. But we have that pressure. We, we, almost, we almost feel like it's something that we have to defend what we are, are about. And then there's the pressure of the financial pressure, because let's be real, uh, and not be real like the the new social app. Although I am enjoying be real for those that are on there, I'm enjoying seeing your point of view from your life. But if we're being real about the financial pressure of, of NFTs, uh, you know the for me the the ups and downs of Ethereum, you know ultimately are also kind of tied to the ups and downs of how we feel about this market, or how we feel about what we're a part of. And, and it also has to do with even, you know, those around us, right? Even if we are financially well off, and I know some of you that are listening to the show, you know, you are in that, that, that boat. I think there's a, a found pressure that you didn't realize that you were playing in that comes along with the idea of, you know, what does this look like from the pressure of if the market isn't doing well, then there's a, there's a likelihood that from the outside, there's like assumptions that we aren't doing well, or this space isn't doing well, or what we're doing isn't doing well. And, you know, I've interviewed so many people on the podcast, and a lot of people, when I ask them about, you know, the market and NFTs, you know, everyone has kind of like their, their optimism about this space, right? And, and their belief about what's possible. And I will tell you, I am, I am more bullish today, you know, 30 days left until the end of season one. I am more bullish today on the power 
the possibilities of Web three than I ever have been before, without even a without even a hesitation, because for me, so much of these last two months have been the tougher two months for me uh, of almost the entire Web three journey, and it has a lot to do with just you know knowing that we're losing good people from the space, knowing that some people were building great things that unfortunately were not prepared for you know the market that we are living in, and. You know, I think with pressure, there's oftentimes, you know, great results, but I think there's also this element of pressure that if we're not prepared for it, if we're not willing to admit and own that that pressure is getting to us, it can be the thing that breaks us. It can be the thing that pushes us to limits to act or to operate in maybe ways that we aren't comfortable or, or that are outside of our norm. And I, you know, I, I struggle with that myself, right? And, I, and this is very, you know, being very honest about that, right? There's an element of, you know, if, if we take on the pressures of the world, you know, then, and we, we know that we can't, you know, kind of drive them ourselves, that can be a lot. And I, I was thinking about this with NFT founders. And, I, and I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna challenge us all over these last 30 days. I, I really want us to, to, to do good. I want us to press the damn button and do good. I want us to be, you know, over the last 30 days, for me, it's less about celebrating um, the podcast or the Mint 365 project, but it's more about celebrating, like, how can we all come together and make it an effort to, to celebrate good people, good products, good services. Uh, and it's not all, you know, toxic positivity. Rather, there are a lot of people in this space that are feeling pressure and dealing with pressures in ways that they've never had to before. And I, and I, and I think that's, a critical aspect of this world that we live in and it can feel very damn lonely, especially in the financial component, because, you know, something that I talk about a lot and I share here on the podcast and on, in my Twitter feed and, and people come up to me all the time and they say, Brian, how do you talk about your losses? How did you admit, you know, within seconds about your wallet getting compromised? I mean, you work in cybersecurity for a decade. You would, you openly put out there the minute it happened that you were getting compromised. And I would love to say that I am stronger or better or I have figured out this whole thing um, better than anyone else, but I haven't. The truth is that I deal with pressure. The way that that pressure kind of uh, manifests with me is that if I know that if something's happening to me or something is a burden of mine, if I can share that and turn it into a learning experience, it removes that like the pressure cooker from exploding, which you know with internally with me. But I know that's not the case with everyone, and I think for some people in Web three. You know, there's this there's this notion, and I, you know, I tweet it out almost every day, right? The blockchain doesn't lie, but the fact that the blockchain doesn't lie is definitely one of those things that we don't want to, you know, kind of admit or own or, you know, believe is is possible, right? And I think the we're not used to sharing our financial uh, calendars. We're not used to people knowing how much money we have or how much we bought something for. I mean, I, I it's funny, my, my brother bought a new house. And even on the phone with my brother, the last thing he wanted for me, we wanted to share with me was how much he bought the house for. And that's my freaking brother. But if my brother was buying NFTs on the blockchain, I would know how much he bought it for, how much gas he bought it for, if he currently has it listed, um, if he sold it, if he transferred it, if someone else gifted it to him, right? So there's there's these pressures, right? There's these pressures that, um, you know, kind of not only overwhelm us in many cases, but that take on a kind of a, a new realm of, of what all of this kind of comes together. And and I say all of that because I, I want us to kind of just own that, you know, the the pressure of 
of this space. And even I will tell you that the pressure for me right now is November 12th. And I know for many, they assume that I am looking forward to November 12th because it'll be the day that, you know, after season one. But in a weird way, that is a, a newfound pressure for me because it's the pressure of what the hell are you going to do next? What the hell are you going to do to build upon what what we've been building for all these times? And and I will just say that the the piece that I wanted to kind of tie this back into as well is that we also take that pressure and we forget sometimes that the people that, that are really believers and that are in on this space right now, there is nobody more putting pressure on ourselves uh, on us than ourselves. Like we are our own worst critic. We are, we are the ones that are, you know, for the most part are the ones that are, are driving ourselves to, to, you know, kind of be better, do better. We Monday born our quarterback things. And I think from the outside, sometimes we just have to, to recognize that, you know, sometimes our need to pressure others does more harm than good. And when I listen to NFT founders now, right now, while we're recording this podcast, many of them talk about managing expectations. And I think it's such a beautiful thing. I will tell you, as I've been you know, researching, you know, anyone that's looking at our, our collection, I really have been doing a lot of one-of-one artists over the last couple of weeks. I think there's so much um, money to be gained. And of course, not financial advice. Do your own damn research. But you know, they're the, the one-of-one artists, the artists that are, are, are building it. Maybe it has a little to do with the fact that somehow I found myself considering myself an artist uh, at the moment. But I've been really diving in to understand what makes some artists' uh, collections more valuable, less value, what makes some artists more trustworthy. Um, and I will say part of that has been that I feel like the artists today, right now where we're at, have they don't have the pressure of launching a Discord. They don't have the pressure of being everywhere for everyone. But the artists that were around when we started this podcast last November – Every artist had the pressure of what's your utility? Even if you have great art, what is your utility? How are you engaging with your audience? What are the things that you're building on top of that? And then heaven forbid those that started a project or a podcast in the spring or early summer of 2022, because the pressure that was put upon all of them, and in many cases, it had nothing to do with those founders. You know, I was looking back at our, at our collection, right? And, and so fun to kind of like look back and, you know, you know, in retrospect to, to see what we, what all these projects that we bought. And there are some great founders that I believe could be, could have created something really great. If there wasn't this pressure for them to over deliver, if there wasn't this pressure for them to, you know, meet, not only meet every deadline, but exceed every deadline. And the sad part about that is that pressure was put upon them because of the bad actors and the people that had done rug pulls and scam artists months before. And so when I was thinking about just this word pressure and I was thinking about this episode, right? Like you know, we added pressure to ourselves now, right? Rather than me recording these uh, podcasts over the last 30 days, you know, whenever I want to, we're scheduling them out. We're putting them out here to uh, on Twitter spaces. But for me, I will just also say that, you know, the, the pressure to, you know, increase our downloads, the pressure to get more listeners, to get more people to care, you know, that's not a financial pressure. Like I don't make any more money. Well, because I don't make any money off the podcast. So let's, be, let's be clear. You know, if there's if we're getting five thousand downloads an episode or three hundred downloads an episode, there's no more money coming into my pocket, right? So, like that that just from a pressure component. But for me, the pressure is 
I believe we're putting out a damn good product. I believe we are we are putting out content and conversations, and we are 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 really addressing a lot of things that a lot of uh, you know people aren't. And if those that are, you know, I think it's a great, beautiful place that you know competition is something that has never scared me. It's never um, kind of been something that I've worried about. And 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 the funny thing about that is the word competition. I think is also where a lot of our pressure comes from, right? When we look at how many followers someone has or how many people are in their Twitter space versus my Twitter space, or how, you know, how many people are wearing the same PFP profile as me, right? There, we've almost, and I, and I guess the reason I wanted this whole episode on this one and, and being the first Twitter space one as well is that you know, with that pressure, it does require us to, to have a great team and a support system around us. And in many cases, one of the things that I just, it's so not talked about enough is that, you know, building a great team in Web3 is probably the hardest thing to do because building a great team in life, a great team of your, of your company as an entrepreneur, it's been hard since the beginning of this entire journey, right? No one has ever said building a team is easy, but when you have a smaller pool of people, when you have people that have to, you know, kind of like believe in the unknown and be willing to come on this damn roller coaster with us. And then you also have to weed through the BS and weed through the people that might not uh, be here that you might not want to align with. You know, one could argue, you know, team growth, building a team in Web3 in 2022 and 2023 could be like, it's the hardest thing to do at the moment, right? Like I, I would just put that out there because, you know, how are you finding a developer? It's not like you can find any developer. You need to find a developer that understands this space, right? How are you finding a community manager? It's not just, I mean, finding a great community manager is still one of the hardest things to do. And shout out to every community, community manager out there doing it, their thing, because, you know, community managers are by far under, underappreciated in this, uh, in this whole scheme. And, and we know that, you know, a great community manager in NFTs has to deal with so many different, you know, variables, but, I guess that to me, like all of these things have really kind of put us in a, you know, quote unquote pressure cooker, right there. We should have seen this coming. And I guess that's where I wanted to kind of tie the episode is that, you know, when we were launching this podcast, you know, November 11th of last year, you know, there was, there was definitely the conversation that we were having, uh, you know, if you go listen to those early episodes, I was having that conversation on the podcast was saying like, okay, what does the future look like? How are these projects going to be built for the long term? What, you know, how are we going to, you know, cut through the noise and find the good people doing good shit, right? Like, how are we going to um, scale our efforts? How are we going to, you know, uh, make sure that we reach the masses or whatever that may be? And, and I think the thing that's interesting is that if we had a look right now in the bull market, in, in this, you know, current, where, where we're at right now in the bear market, right? In, the, in this current bear market, what I, one of the things that I, want, I would love us to kind of start to think about and maybe we address it even over the next 30 days are what are, what are some of the pressure components that we currently exist in our market in, in the kind of design of Web3 and how can we start to mitigate them or train people on them or prepare people for them or educate or amplify or, or, or really mitigate some of the pressures that we know have been, you know, uh, kind of thrown on top of everyone and everything uh, in this space over the last, you know, especially over the last, I'd say, 18 months or so. And the last thing I want to throw out there is that if you are a part of a great project right now, 
and you are still holding that NFT. You know, when I, it's so funny. I was going into my wallet. We're going to be giving away an NFT here in the live Twitter spaces uh, during today's show. And uh, we're going to be giving away a Chibi Galaxy. So for everyone that um, is interested, we are, we're going to give away one here in the live uh, Twitter space. Um, but then I'm also going to be giving away something for our, our podcast listeners as well. But I was going back because, you know, Chibi Galaxy was actually the, f- the very first PFP project that we minted. So on November 11th of last year, we minted a, uh, our ENS domain. And then on November 12th, we minted the Chibi Galaxy. And, and truthfully, it was the most exciting news I saw the week before our podcast because I, I held a couple other Chibi projects uh, prior to that launch of that Chibi Galaxy on, on November 12th. And, and for me, it was like, oh, thank goodness. I don't have a lot of pressure on picking the right PFP project to start with because I've already met the founders. I've already, uh, I had met them in New York face to face, shook their hand. I talked to them about what they were building, the utility, the 3D art. And it was, it's so interesting to think back about that because, you know, crazy enough, one of the, one of the first, I mean, it's the very first PFP project that I purchased. It was one of the projects that if you had to ask me along this way, that I never for a second worried about it being around a year later. There are projects I bought three days ago, four days ago, that I like, I hope they're around for November 11th, <laughs> right? Like, and so I, I say that because, you know, when I look back at my wallet, when I look back at these NFTs, like I still hold all of my chibis that I had before I bought that one for the collection. And, and I haven't, of course, been able to be act, you know, as um, you know, active in the, in the community with the, project, with the podcast and things that we've had going on. But, you know, I, I put all that out there to say, you know, to me, the beauty of what we have to recognize is that sometimes the pressure of performing, the pressure of showing up can be the thing that breaks people. And so I believe together as a community, we have to support people that need to step away. We need to support people that are, are setting up those, those th- I think they're called boundaries. I, I, I've heard about these things called boundaries. Uh, I've been spending 41 years of my life trying to figure out like exactly what those look like. I say that tongue in cheek, but it's the actual part that I, I do want to improve, right? To be better um, creating boundaries. And, and, and I, I will say there are people in my life that I respect to the umpteenth degree because their boundaries are so black and white and clear and they hold to them and they are better off for it. And I, you know, I, a couple of people automatically come to mind when I think of that, but we also just have to also just remember that sometimes like, like we need to check ourselves. Like, do we need to post in the discord asking for an update on the roadmap or do we just have to realize that when they update the roadmap, guess where it'll be in the announcements. Right? Do we need to reach out via DM to all, everyone and, and check in for an update on their project or when the merch is coming out or what's the next thing coming out? Like, are all of those messages needed? Right, Because yes, I understand sometimes we have to nudge people or remind people or sometimes it's important for us to kind of put it out there. But I, I tweeted this out earlier and I'm going I'm to kind of wrap this episode, the, the podcast version of it up um, on this. But you know, one of, the, one of my secrets to Twitter is I tweet to my drafts on a regular basis. Let me say that again. I tweet to my drafts on a regular basis. What I mean by that is there's oftentimes there's things I want to say on Twitter to certain people or to in, on certain topics, and I need to get it out. It needs to come out of my head. It needs to get on to the 140, oh, no, not 140 characters, to 220 characters. It needs to get out. But the truth is, before I go to hit publish, I ask myself, 
is this going to do any good? Like who's going to benefit or what is going to change or who's going to be educated by me putting this out there to the world? And I often hit that little X button at the top and it says, do you want to save it to a draft? And I say, hell yes. And I bet you right now I could, I, I don't even know if, I don't even know if you could offer me amount of money to give you full access to my drafts and my private Twitter lists on Twitter. Like, because it had, it is a lot of times it is where I'm able to kind of put some things out there without having to, to, you know, kind of put them out there. And I say that because let, let's, let's all be better, right? Let's all do our best to support people, to amplify people, to forgive people, give grace, allow people to, you know, kind of have that, that, that not only that need of understanding sometimes their decisions in, in their day-to-day lives are going to change, but we also have to give people the, the, the honest, you know, idea of, you know, what, what is pressuring us to buy or sell a project is going to change all the time. And I really hope, one of the things that I really hope is that we, we stop sell shaming. We stop even flip shaming, right? We need to, we just need to own the fact that we don't know why everyone buys or sells things. And if we consider everyone an owner, then we should also consider that they're going to make the decision that's best for them. And, you know, I, I will tell you, there are a certain couple of projects that I have in my wallet that I'm afraid to sell. I feel a pressure to hold on to a couple NFTs because of how that founder or how those people in that community are going to treat me. And I just say that because that's not okay. Like we are, we have to recognize that, you know, sometimes our, our, our flip shaming or sell shaming or the pressure we put on founders publicly, it might not impact or affect that person we're immediately contacting, but it might impact others and the decisions others might be making that you don't even, aren't even aware of. And so that's where I'm going to go with this episode. Um, I am excited. We have a really exciting guest coming up for you tomorrow on the podcast. Um, she is the artist, the AI artist behind the AI apes. Uh, we'll be recording it live on Twitter spaces uh, and bringing it to you in the podcast. Uh, we will be doing a, a couple of giveaways and POAPs and things in that pod in, in that uh, episode. And, and for those that are listening on the podcast episode of this, you're going to want to check out the Twitter spaces. And for those that aren't aware you can actually click on my face um, and, your, you, and go, to, you know, go to my profile on your Twitter, on your mobile phone, and you can click the little bell next to my name. Now, I do not recommend putting on the bell for all tweets because I tweet a lot. Even though Twitter doesn't give me all their features, I tweet a lot. But there's a beautiful feature that says, turn on notification for spaces. So we are going to be doing this podcast every day live on a Twitter space. We are going to be changing the times because I know we have an international audience and my, you know, my goal and my team, his goal is to respect that, right? So some episodes are going to be recorded in the morning, some in the afternoon, some in the evening, maybe even some in the overnight evening hours so that we can tap in and make sure that we're there for, uh, you know, Australia and, and some of the other, you know, groups um, as well. But we are, we're going to be putting that out there. And so I, I recommend you just hitting that little bell next to my name on the profile and then just say for the, for the Twitter spaces. So you'll just get notified anytime I'm going live with a Twitter space and, and, just to be clear, the notification just shows up in your notification feed um, on Twitter. It's not going to like shock you or vibrate you. You're not going to all of a sudden get a, a slew of new emails. But that that's one of the things I just wanted to put out there for those for all those that are that are listening because I I don't want you to miss out on an opportunity to, to kind of come on this journey on that side. We're also going to be doing some POAPs, right? Proof of attendance protocol, 
which for some of those that will get those PO apps, we're gonna, it's going to give you opportunity to be a part of something um, near the end uh, of the season as well. And then we also are doing some things with the the project, uh, you know, our project, right? For, so for this is kind of like the the update status for everybody. You know, we've been buying an NFT every day for a year. And I know a lot of people have heard me say that, but I think a lot of people, well, I know a lot of people because a lot of people came up to me and uh, at the event this past week and like, Brian, I, I can't believe you've been buying an NFT every day for a year. How many of them do you still hold? And here's the truth, everybody. Um, we hold all of them like every single one of them across a wide variety uh, of, um, you know, crazy, um, you know, <laughs> a wide variety of crazy uh, wallets across uh, different, uh, you know, pot, different uh, blockchains, but we hold all of them because the idea is that we are going to sell them as one mosaic come November 11th. So we'll put out an auction and people will be able to buy it. And whoever buys that one mosaic NFT will get all 365 of those NFTs will be theirs. Now with that, we dropped some NFTs this past uh, fall um, in December, on December 12th to be exact, 12-12-21. Uh, see, my numbers guy, it pays off, right? Because now I can remember things that we did. On 12-12-21, we dropped uh, 22 founders NFTs and 365 superfans uh, NFTs. And those that hold those NFTs are part of the you know the process and part of the experience that are going to get part of the uh, you know residual from uh, the the collection after it sells on November 11th. So we're going to be doing a founders call. So if you're a founder and you're listening to this, if you're one of the 22, uh, actually you're actually one of the 21 because one of one of our founders actually holds two of the founders passes. He actually bought one off of one of the others. Um, but if you're one of those 21, we're going to be doing uh, a weekly call. Um, leading up, you know, kind of updating, kind of bringing you guys in on the journey. If you're one of those 365 holders, we're also going to be doing a couple of things um, for you. We're going to be doing our best to, um, you know, kind of bring you over to um, the Ethereum side of uh, the NFTs. So stay tuned for some details on that. But so it will be the the call will be for you know all founders and all super fans uh, NFT holders. So if you hold any of the 22 or any of the 365. You'll be able to join us uh, on the call. The, the details of that are in our Discord, so you can check out that uh, on the Discord. We want to make sure everybody kind of sees what's going on. Um, and then the last thing I'll say on that, this whole piece of it as well, is you know we're going to bring in some some guests. We're going to bring in some of our projects that we've minted. Um, we're, we're reaching out to certain uh, NFT projects and collections, um, and we want to bring them in and say, hey, you know, we minted you back in November because we believed. You know, what's the update? What are the things going on now? Some of the projects um, we're not going to be able to bring on and and for some obvious reasons, but, but uh, we are excited to do that. And then we also will have some other people that are in our community that are going to do giveaways and uh, and make some announcements as well. And so I do believe, uh, Mr. Gregarious, I believe you have an announcement uh, that you want to drop for everybody before we sign off the recorded part of the podcast. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So I just had this, you know, crazy idea. Um, we're counting down. By the way, I like the uh, the concept of we minus thirty um, as our as our countdown. But um, in the uh, what we're doing, Zealous is about to launch actually uh, pretty soon, and we are going to be having our Genesis passes. So I had this crazy idea: why don't we just give away thirty of those creator passes to folks who listen to the show? 
Ooh, I love that idea. And for those that don't remember that, I mean, that silky smooth voice of Gregarious, uh, he was uh, a guest of the podcast uh, a little while back. I don't, I don't remember what episode number that was. I, I could ask, I hit the, I could ask the Googlers. Um, and, you know, Gregarious is the, uh, the founder of Zealous, which is, you know, the tool that we've been using. I mean, I think Gregarious, I think what, since February, uh, all of our Twitter spaces have been recorded. Is that right? Uh, yeah, uh, maybe even longer, actually. But, yeah. Uh, as long as I've been recording them. Uh, I think we have them. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I love that. I, I appreciate that you're going to do that. And I mean, 30 create, I mean, that's, that is an awesome uh, gift. So we'll have to, we'll have to, uh, you know, finalize uh, the details on how everybody, you know, part of that um, and we'll give them out to, to our community. But uh, yeah, I appreciate you, my friend and, and your support and, and you've been, you've literally been here uh, since episode uh, very, very first one, even when we were brainstorming this in a, in a clubhouse room, uh, long before it was even a show. So, uh, I appreciate you, you gifting that. And, you know, I'm excited for what, you know, Zealous is building and, you know, transparently for all those that are listening, because we preach that as well is, uh, you know, I'm, uh, working with, uh, Gregarious on, you know, some components of Zealous. And, uh, I'm a big believer in that concept of, you know, really, how do we, how do we take conversations, which are really the true power of this entire space, and how do we make them, you know, scalable and memorable and reusable and, uh, you know, going beyond just the the live version of conversation. So, uh, you know, Gregarious, excited for for the, the Zealous NFTs to drop, excited for more people to start jumping in on the product. And uh, yeah, really appreciate you uh, offering the giveaway. And by the way, the, the price for those NFTs is 0.25 ETH. So... <laughs> It's a good amount of money. <laughs> yeah, just, 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 just a smidge there at 0.25. Just a little, just a little. <laughs> even at, even at like whatever we're at right now. I, I mean, I literally am removing every uh, crypto no, uh, app off of my phone at the moment, but um, yeah, I mean, 0.25 I and mean, that's awesome. And I, we really appreciate you, uh, you know, doing that for the community and, and, and jumping in here. And, you know, I know some others that listen to the show um, that have projects or collections. Um, if you want, if you do want to get in and kind of, uh, you know, maybe offer up, uh, you know, uh, a giveaway or something, we're not gonna be able to do do it for everyone. Uh, Cause I, I made that mistake uh, earlier this year and every single NFT project in the world wanted to, uh, wanted to drop. But um, if you're interested, definitely hit us up on, on Twitter DMS uh, over on the podcast account. So at the NFT 365 podcast uh, on Twitter. And if we can, make it happen we will make it happen but we are open uh to that i know my team's gonna be like what the hell did you just make us do but um gregarious thanks so much for for doing that and we'll give out some more details for that for everybody uh and for those that are listening to the first space right now on uh on twitter um we are we're gonna do the giveaway for um our, our chibi uh galaxy but i will say for some people that are listening you're like hey i don't do twitter spaces well, I'm going to have some POAP opportunities and giveaways that are just for our podcast listeners as well uh, over the next 30 days. So don't worry. I'm not, you know, this isn't uh, turning into a, uh, a Twitter space only, um, you, know, you know, saying thank you for only those uh, in the Twitter spaces. But we're, we're going to, you know, kind of take this full court press and, and hopefully amplify and celebrate all the great people that are out there. So, um, you know, with that being said, you know, I will just kind of wrap this, you know, recording of this episode and in in just by saying this is that, you know, if you are feeling the pressure right now, you know, just recognize that you aren't alone. Recognize that it's okay to not be okay all the time. It's okay to give yourself a little bit of grace. You know, my, my, my daughters call it airplane daddy. And airplane daddy just means daddy puts his iPhone in airplane mode. And it's okay to kind of just realize that, hey, maybe you need to slow down. Maybe we need to, you know, take away some of the things that are, are, are triggering us. But also recognize that there are professionals out there to help 
And there are people that are out there that can support, that can be there for you. And, and that each and every person, you are important to so many. And everybody here has a story to tell and, and is on this journey. And I know it can feel lonely. I know that pressure can be overwhelming. And in some cases, it can be, no matter how old you are, you might be dealing with new pressures that you've never had before you know, because of this Web3 NFT space. And, and, I, and I just hope that we can be supportive to each other. We can, we can be there for each other. And I hope that anyone that's listening that might be struggling can just recognize that you, know, you are not alone. There are people that are there to help. And uh, we're going to get through this together. And it, you know, it is the premise of the show. It's the premise of you know, everything that I do in every single way is that you know, we are greater than me. And I like Gregoria said, you know, we, we minus 30. So we are, we are on the we minus 30 uh, journey to our last uh, 30 episodes. And I want to thank everybody for listening to this episode. As always, if you want to share it out, leave a review, you can do all those things. But uh, until tomorrow, make it a great day, everybody. Cheers. The Mint 365 Collection 100-Day Countdown is on. We're counting down to November 11th when we'll auction off all 365 NFTs as one collection, including a custom mosaic of all the art. Want to bid on this one-of-a-kind Web3 time capsule? For details, keep listening to NFT 365. If you found this helpful, let us know by leaving a review. Like, subscribe, share, and do all of those good things. We are greater than me, and as always, the show is not financial.